Sensitivity is intelligence. With grace and skill, you have abundance. Welcome to the Psychic Hour. Host Kelly Brickle is a psychic medium healer, numerologist, and teacher. Her passions are learning about the soul and energy. Whether it's through spirit, emotion, or vibrational numbers, there's always a pathway of information waiting to help. Now, here is your host of the Psychic Hour, Kelly Brickle. everybody welcome to WLTKDB let's talk radio this is the psychic hour I hope everyone is having a good week we were just together on Monday with Cindy and now we are here today with Kate so it's a weekend and week excuse me it's a week (laughs) going into a weekend of um, just a lot of things are being kicked up but you know all for a good reason all for a greater purpose Um, today's show, I really want to talk about like unexpected things, right? Um, And I think I'm going to touch on talking a little bit about animal communication because we have such a fabulous animal communicator um, coming into the show, Kate, Kate Kohlfeldt. You know, spirit communicates with us in ways that are quite unexpected. That's why we're always asking for more signs, right? That's why we're going give me another, or I'm not quite sure about that one. Or maybe if you phrase it like this or say it like that, right, then I can accept it. And really there's, there's a reason the spirit world gives us certain things. The greatest reason is the feeling behind it sometimes or knowing behind it. Um, It doesn't have to be smack dab in our face, but we go, "Mm mm-hmm, I understand that. Or "Mm mm-hmm, there's something to that. And the breadcrumbs lead us to where we need to go, even though, let's say, it doesn't quite wrap around our heads in the most logical way. Um, And a perfect indication of that is honestly, you know, when our loved ones are giving us signs and symbols and even our animals, and we kind of have to think for a second, well, how does an animal give us a sign or a signal? And honestly, it could be in the exact same way. It just depends on personality of the animal. The reason I kind of just touch on this for a second is because some animals are so human-like. It's it's like scary, right? <laughs> um, they have these elaborate personalities and emotions just like a human. And then other animals, um, you know, they have elaborate personality in their own way too, but they don't communicate communicate quite human-like, right? So, um, when a spirit comes in, they can talk and they can share messages just like a human, or they can just drop, let's say, um, a color, or let's say um, maybe what you would more expect, like a favorite food or their, their favorite place they would play or their favorite toy. And and really, you never know what you're going to get because you never know what facet of the animal you're connecting to. You could be connecting to the memory of the animal. You could be connecting to the spirit of the animal. And really when we're connected to the spirit of the animal, that spirit has an intelligence that's eternal. And you really know, you never know what's going to come forward in that eternal perspective. Okay. That eternal perspective provides you insight. Um, What's going on now? 
per perspectives that are quite advanced, even in human um, perspectives through just an animal, through the vessel of an animal or through a vessel of a baby. Like how could a baby that has passed know so much information and be so detailed or, or give me, let's say that piece of evidence if that baby wasn't there because it was so short-lived. And, and really it's just, it goes back to the intelligence of the spirit world. As long as it gets us from A to B and after that A to B is finished, we go, oh yeah, actually that, that, that does work. That is accurate. Actually, that does make sense. Then job well done, credit to the spirit world. If we're in the moment, we're like, oh, I'm not sure if that's exactly right. Or I asked for this sign, not that sign. I'm not sure they, they would know that exactly. That's us <laughs> overthinking it. That's us being smack dab in the moment going, hmm, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about this one. You know, just let it be, give it room, give it space. Sometimes we, we block what the signs and symbols are that they're giving us and they're sharing with us because we are so looking for it to fit. And again, if we can just open our mind and go, hmm, maybe, maybe you don't have to jump on something. You don't have to be like, yeah, this is definitely my dog. This is definitely my child. This is definitely my grandparent. You don't have to leap on it, but just give it a little room. Right. And things might just really start to make sense. Um, sometimes we forget things right? Sometimes we just, again, do not expect them to come how they come. So really, um, that's the attitude. Live life on, in an unexpected way, and you will surely have gifts from a place that is beyond yourself. When we're on our path in life, it's not because we've created the most perfect design and we're like rocking it and step-by-step step, we're just successful and it's like yeah I saw this coming yeah this is exactly what I wanted it's because a feeling led us there it's because you know our inner compass told us you know I have to do this I don't know why sometimes I have to do this or I know I really want this part of it I need to go and then the rest of the stuff shapes itself along the way. As long as we stay on, as long as we trust, as long as we have faith. And really, that's what the energy sometimes of readings are. That's the energy of how the spirit world communicates to us. As long as there's that feeling there, that feeling of there's something there. You know, I'm not making it up. There's, there's, there's something there. Um, the rest tends to shape itself, whether in a small way or a big way. And life really is lived unexpectedly through how it will come to us. We, we don't know if we're going to get our greatest message or let's say through our path, we're going to reap the greatest gifts of what we've sown on a particular year. We just have to trust. We just have to show up. Um, and so I want to kind of factor it back to the way that animals come into our lives. Like a lot of times we're talking about this life lived unexpectedly, <laughs> right? Kind of thought pattern. A lot of times when pets come into our lives, um, you know, when we're alive, 
it is in that, again, that same unexpected way. And animals are such beautiful ambassadors of love and teachers of the spirit world, what it means to live a rich life, a full life, um, a meaningful life, right? Our purpose when we get up in the morning is to care for somebody other than ourselves or to expand the, the way we care, right? To expand how we love and live our lives. Um, and the many gifts that are shared through that. A lot of times I've heard friends and family members say like, mm, I'm not ready for another dog or a cat or, you know, I, uh, I'm waiting a little bit. And they'll almost go through something. Sometimes it's a health issue. Sometimes it's a family issue. Um, sometimes it's a major change, right? And it's almost like through word of a friend or, you know, they were just walking by and they saw, the most perfect, you know, animal smiling back at them um, from the window, um, you know, when they're out on a stroll, it's almost like they're like, well, I didn't expect it, but I adopted him or her and they're part of the family now. And, and it's kind of, you know, funny because animals offer so, so much love that they come in a way where sometimes we can't compose always orchestrating them into our lives. We can't always compose how they come to us. It's just meant to happen. There is a need fulfilled and just much like the spirit world, the spirit world fulfilling a need and healing, an animal can fulfill a need and a healing. And the intelligence that comes from that is astounding. When there is a true connection between yourself and an animal, there's almost like this connection of, if anyone has had it, I'm sure they have. There's a connection of telepathy. There's a connection of, you know, you, you've known this animal before. There's a connection of this animal just kind of gets you and you don't have to talk. You just feel, you just know. And that's the way the, the spirit world loves too. You know, they just feel, they just know there's a deeper connection that precedes this lifetime. And so in the tune of what's unexpected, I ask you to just open your mind and allow whatever project you're working on, whatever um, hope or prayer that you have, whatever thing that you are looking to evolve in your life. Allow it to come to you unexpected because those are the greatest gifts and those are the gifts directly from the spirit world. It will lead you smack dab where you're supposed to be, okay? So when we come back, we're going to bring in Kate. Um, she is fantastic. We're going to be with her in just a second. So we're going to go to break and we'll be back in a few. Take care, everyone. We'll be back. Diet Brene, Psychic Medium. All of us have questions about our lives, our loved ones, our futures. Diet Renee is here to help answer those difficult questions. 
Diet excels at working with spirit and is a certified psychic medium through LWISSD. She is a master teacher and well-versed in the spirit world. Look, don't trust just any psychic with your deepest thoughts and worries. Trust Diet Renee as she will deliver her very best for you. General readings, past loved ones, finances, your future. Contact Diet now on her website, dietrene.com. That's dietrene.com. Welcome. We're going to bring in Kate. Uh, medium Kate Colfolt is award-winning double blind tested evidential medium animal communicator and holy fire three Reiki master. She has the ability to connect with human and animals by bringing forth messages of spirit. Welcome Kate. Thank you for coming today. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. How are you? Sounds like you're busy and sharing with the world what we need to know about animals and our connection with spirit and the magic of just expecting the unexpected versus trying to force life, <laughs> which I'm learning that lesson now <laughs> or being reminded of that lesson once again. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, we can aim, but we don't know where the arrow is going to go away. Right? <laughs> no control how we get there. So try to get to your destination. <laughs> Yeah, just love yourself and others along the way and away you go, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so um, yeah. thank you for having me. It's, I'm excited to be here, I'm trying to settle in in my chair here. <laughs> dance, dance to feel it. Um, I'm always, you know, shimmying and shaking <laughs> to get yep. that feeling too. I understand. So I, I want to like learn about your journey from the beginning. Sometimes I, you know, when someone comes on, I go, all right, what are you doing now? But I, I kind of really want to know your journey from the beginning, because I don't think I've really heard your childhood experiences. I, I, I haven't heard what led you into getting into mediumship and animal communication where you're like, I have to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> as positive as I can. So um, I've, I've not had an easy life. It's in my astrological chart. You know, it's just something I signed up for. I'm trying to figure out sometimes why. <laughs> but um, um, now I, you know, I grew up in a uh, very toxic home. One of my first memories is my mom kicking me in the face and my dad was a um, diagnosed uh, narcissistic personality disorder person, very much an alcoholic. So, um, and, and we definitely had a roles in the family. So I was the scapegoat, scapegoat for those who don't know roles and dysfunctional families usually get to play a role and the scapegoat gets all the blame regardless if it's true or not. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's, you know, it's, it's very isolating. And um, I still carry some of those patterns. I try to break them. You know, it's funny when it came out of the medium closet, I, all my friends were on all these development classes together and whatnot. And not very many people saw me because I was spending my time healing from my childhood and becoming very aware. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because my mother, it's funny how both parents abused me. They came from a different perspective and where that pain came from and how they managed to deal with their pain and um, how it came out of them. Because when we're in pain, we either abuse ourselves or somebody else. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I didn't really discover all of this. I knew growing up, yes, my dad, we'd been in rehab several times because of his drinking. Um, I knew I was labeled the black sheep, <laughs> whatever that was as, a, you know, as a child, you know, um, but what I, I really didn't take a dive into this until I want to say about 10 years ago, I received a Facebook message from a family member. I won't say who that is for their privacy. Um, but I received an, you know, a Facebook message telling me that they no longer want me in their life. And I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? That was so horrible that you don't want me in your life. And, you know, I recognize the fact that, you know, I grew up in an alcoholic home and I, so I booked an appointment with a therapist and I was very much a Christian. Then I grew up a fundamentalist Christian. So just for, Speaking to a medium, a psychic, an astrologer, I was going to, you know, that's a sin that you're going to hell, let alone being one. Right. So, but anyway, <laughs> through the course of therapy, I found out because I was sharing stories and my therapist was like, you know, Kate, and, and he was a Christian, you know, he goes, I think you're gifted. And I'm like, what does that mean? And, you know, he kind of said, I think you're you're gifted. You know, I think you could read people or, you know, whatnot. So, you know, I, I learned, yes. I mean, one of my first memories is my grandmother, you know, I woke up from a dream and she's at the end of my bed. I think I'm four or five years old and I see her in a coffin, you know, and she's reaching out to me, you know, this is my grandmother who I later found out is super psychic. But at the time, you know, four or five, I'm seeing this, you know, I'm like, am I dreaming? What is this? It scared the crap out of me. Right. <laughs> and I went like this. I went, uh, and as soon as I went like that, it disappeared and we got the call. She had passed, you know, same thing with my, my, my mom passed, you know, my ex-husband was sitting on the couch. We got the call and, you know, out of the middle of this shelf, a bookshelf came flying out a, a photo album and it flipped open to my mom's picture. You know, that, ah. that spirit, you know, it scared the heck out of him. I had no idea what was going on. I just thought it was like, wow. I mean, I was like, wow, that's my mom's picture, you know? So, you know, I would tell these stories. I had dream about back in the seventies, the, um, in La Crescenta, Tahunga, Altadilla, the whole mountains caught on fire. I had a dream the night before that that mountain caught on fire and my dad thought I was just being negative. So all these things I would share, my family just viewed as me being pessimistic, negative, 
<laughs> so I shut down. I shut that part of me down. So when I was learning this in therapy, I was like, huh. And of course, the religious aspect, this, I can't do this. I'm going to go to hell for this, you know? <laughs> and this was just 10 years ago. So, you know, I had to really kind of come around to not only dealing with what I faced in my childhood, being very alone and abused, but also like, oh my God, I've got, you know, I'm just naturally gifted in this. And I don't want to call them gifts. This is where I get, I want to like for the audience, I don't consider these gifts. Everybody has intuition. Everybody can tap into spirit. Now, some are naturally gifted at that. It comes more naturally for them, just like music comes more naturally for someone, right? And where it, it's more difficult for me because I'm left-handed and all the instruments are for right-handed people. So I have to kind of learn opposite. So it takes me a while, you know? So it's not as natural for that, you know? but I can still do it. So. so may I ask too, since you're talking about your childhood and you know, how you were kind of having to process who you naturally were because it just wasn't very clear because, you know, you didn't have people giving you um, clear feedback. You just, you just didn't, it was quite confusing. Um, can you, can you let me know about um, the, the question that I'm asking is, I find that a lot of people come into their mediumship sometimes through trauma because, you yes. know, th through understanding about the spirit world that, you know, they are leaving their body. They're not comfortable in their body. So they learn about energy outside the body. Yep. Yep. And I would absolutely agree with that. I would also have to agree with the fact that I am just naturally psychic. My grandmother, I found out, was extremely psychic. I look at my astrological chart. I'm not an astrologer, but most astrologers, they see it. They're like, oh God, you're, you're psychic. You know, this is in past life readings. You've been a medium all your life, you know, many lives, you know, this is just a natural thing for me, but I absolutely agree. Trauma definitely does because where else are you going to go? You're, you're stuck as a child. you you are literally stuck, you know, and you're at the mercy of what's happening around you. And the way you survive as a child through trauma is to check out and disassociate. And that's how you connect with the spirit. And I know, like I work with seven archangels on a regular basis, like in all these animal guides, the animals are the ones that taught me love in as a child. I mean, I have an incredible story about a horse that, I mean, in three short months, I turned him around. He was slot, wow. you know, slated for slaughter. And um, he was kicking other horses, biting other horses, but I chose him and I showed him a little bit of love. It, it, it always gets to me because he, you know, the animals, they're so full of unconditional love. And you know, for somebody who doesn't understand like a connection to a pet or an animal, they don't understand that maybe that person, you know, what shoes they walked, what journey they traveled, you know, and how the animals were there to assist them. I just, their, their energy is just on a whole other level. They're up there with the archangels, you know, they just are. And um, they, they have so much to teach us if we just are open and allow that to happen. 
I agree. I, I think that animals vibrate differently than humans. Absolutely. Their energy. It, it's interesting. Um, I guess we can talk about the energy of, of animals for a moment. Um, you know, humans kind of, they stand up, I guess you can feel their presence, right? An animal can be coming in on the ground. They can be kind of hovering in the air. Um, they can be very close. They can be very far away. They come in in so many different ways than I guess typically a human comes in um, with a spirit connection. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Um, and some people don't understand like when they, they like, I don't like to mix my readings up, you know, animal communication and mediumship and life guidance because they're all three different types of energy, you know, and for those listeners who don't know the difference, you know, those life guidance or psychic readings, we're tuning into your energy, what's going on, what's happening with you, you know, not your partner and what they're thinking or, you know, what your loved one in spirit is thinking about you in that moment. That if we connect with your loved one in spirit, that's mediumship. And I have no problem connecting with animals or humans in the mediumship realm or in that world except that I like to start out with the animals because they tend to step aside for the humans. <laughs> They'll hang out like with me, you know, every medium works different, but when somebody has a mediumship reading with me, like everyone's hangs out, it's not one energy coming in and then they leave. They all hang out. It's kind of like a little spirit party, animals included. And I've had a room full of animals. <laughs> But they come in sometimes, they're sitting with me sometimes, they're at my feet sometimes, like you say, or sometimes they're just running around the room demonstrating how they would be in the physical world. So I could describe that to their humans so they know I've connected with them. But their energy, they're actually the ones, and I'm developing a class right now about this because it's a big pet peeve of mine. Um, I, and I understand it, though. That's the thing. That I mean, so I've learned no doesn't mean no. Some mediums learn no is no and move on. No, we are in service of spirit. We are, you know, I know that we were catering to our clients and we're trying to address their needs, but we're in service of spirit. And if some energy is coming through with an important message, guess what? They're going to come through. I had a reading yesterday. A nephew came through. They weren't expecting the nephew to come through, but he had a very important message for his mama, you know, and that's, and, and it started out with the nose, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, write that down, write that down, you know, and I wasn't afraid of it. And I, and, and I, I don't want people to be afraid of the nose. The animals taught me that, especially with the missing case, like the missing pet readings. That's how I learned. Oh, no is not no. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, your sitter can only meet you with what they know. And sometimes, you know, they might say no, but the need is so there and you have to just stick with just it. Have them like, write it down. If you can't get that, if you can't get, you know, more or get, get further with it, have them write it down. You know, it's so important because I'll tell you, I can't tell you how many clients later like go, oh my God, that meant something. Right. You know, and the animals taught me that I'm telling you that animals teach you so much. They just in they've been my teacher with spirit because, you know, for example, I was gaslighted so badly in my family and I still am. I, I, I'm estranged from almost everyone in my family um, because I just can't 
I can't be changing the goalpost and trying to meet. I just can't. And um, it's funny because through this whole process, I've really spirit has taught me so much. And my mom is the one that's been coming through in readings, giving me evidence of, of truth. And I learned, you know, for example, through her coming through in readings and then producing physical, physical items, tangible items. Like I've got medical records of, you know, the crack in my head, you know, when I was two and a half years old, you know, there was, I, I had, there's a medical record of me suffering, um, a hematoma on my head, on my forehead. And my sister had suffered a contusion in the same spot six months earlier. So that's a little pattern there, right? You know, it doesn't, you know, it's not solid evidence, but it's a pattern. It was my mom's way of bringing that through. one L and this was a great story. My, I told my sister, we have to get a hold of our cousins, our cousins that were from my mom's side. We've been estranged from them for 40 years, 40 years. And back right before uh, Thanksgiving, this last Thanksgiving, I, I texted my sister. I said, Sandy, we need to get a hold of our cousins. And she said, hey, you know, we did an ancestry me thing. I'll look at it in a couple of weeks when I'm on vacation. I knew she wasn't going to look at that. So I, I'm like, okay, guys. I'm like, grandma, mom, step it up. You know, she won't look at it. I swear to God, two days later, my cousin from 40 years ago reached out to me on Facebook. She said, cousin Joy here, I would love to connect with you. Oh, my God. And from that connection... I have learned that I was lied to all of my life by my dad. And it's, I mean, that's just new. <laughs> it's like, oh, but it sheds light on everything. I was yeah. writing a book and it was kind of sounding victim-y. I was going to change it anyway, you know, because I'm like, no, nobody wants to hear that because I really want to highlight the power of spirit. But yeah. unfortunately, my whole life has been trauma, you know? <laughs> and so trying to make it not sound negative, but like, look at what, the power is of spirit. Like they are here. It's not over there. It's not up there. You know, as a Christian, I would pray to God. Okay. If I am good, can I do this? I'm sorry for my sin. Can you bless me with this and and expect things to happen? It doesn't work that way, (laughs) you know? And my mom, who was such a solid Christian, I found out like her best friend reached out to me out of nowhere. And she came through with some truths about my mom. I was like, oh, my God, validated the things I was feeling as a child, but was gaslighted. Like, no, Kate, you're wrong. That's not the truth. So this was another reason why a lot of people never saw me in classes, because those no's felt like gaslighting to me. And I was like, and I know I wasn't being gaslighted, but it just felt like that to me. So it's interesting how the animals help me with my mediumship, help me with my readings and my spirit people. Animals in the spirit world, like they're really here to transform. Um, They transform what we know about love, transform how we connect. Mm -hmm. And right, like this work is all about truth. The reason, you know, that Kate is amazing at what she does is because people are saying yes in her readings and she's accurate, and she's bringing forth evidence, that all comes from a place of truth. And that's like, 
I just want to let you know, that's a tremendous amount of work that you've done in your life to let go of all the, you know, the lies that people share with you to be on a quest and be so strong in your truth. Yeah, it makes sense. All my life, I've always said, I hate liars. I hate people who lie. I'd rather, I, even with my, you know, um, you know, in my family, I would say, I'd rather know the truth. I might not like it, but I'd rather know the truth. I can manage it. I can deal with it. I can work with it, you know, versus a surprise. And you lied to me. I, I can't stand that. And I think this is why I, I think I'm so adamant in this lifetime about sharing the truth, you know, in, in spirit, it's like, you know, I, you know, I appreciate, you know, structure and all that, but I'm, that's not how spirit works there. I mean, they're going to pop in, you know, I just, I pull in, but that's because I'm open to it. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm here at service for you. I'm in service for you, you know, and, and, and that is partly um, our responsibilities as psychics, as mediums to share the truth. It might not make sense. And I, I, I want to kind of get that dynamic changing. Y you know what I mean? It's just like, like, play with that more, learn what that is, it, you know, and maybe it is just that one word, you know, I, I can't tell you how that one word changed somebody's life. Like that, that magic just went on and they're like, oh my God, now I trust spirit. And that's all who I trust, like animals and spirit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I trust spirit more than, you know, humans, uh, oh, you know what absolutely. I mean? Because it's just we're so we're so limited by our experiences and you know it's just like this work is all about pushing past what we know um but not everyone is constantly pushing past what they know um so no and that's that's the thing is 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 mediums and psychics and healers we need to constantly be working on our healing journeys you know it's like i am amazed at how i see things now versus i did 10 years ago versus i did even two years ago you know because i keep moving into my healing journey and i'm open to looking at my dark side you know we are all human you know we all make mistakes we all have learned things in a certain way and if you've learned things in a certain way you might not know that gosh there's a better way to do things <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and you know it's um I just wish the community would just not do the spiritual bypassing stuff and, you know, oh, you know, because it really, that, that, that's not truthful. <laughs> you know, the truth is we're all, I mean, we've all suffered a trauma together globally with the pandemic, you know, we've all had different support systems in place. So it affected us differently, you know, and some of us have repeated patterns. Like, like that's one thing I've learned is the patterns that, Oh my God, these estrangement patterns in my family. Amazing. It's even in my astrological chart. That's, that's what blows me away. That's I'm like, it's all measures up. Like I've got so many books in me, but I get stuck, you know, like one it's about the Christianity versus spirituality. Like, you know, it, it's not all black and white in either camp. <laughs> No, I mean, we're, we're healing ancestral energy within our own family tree. And then yep. also we're healing um, other people. Well, it's not because we're not healing it, but we're opening up the opportunity with a fresh perspective to heal for other people. Absolutely. And that's the other thing. Oh, 
I, it's like, we are not, I, I, you know, I love the word healers because it, it it's such a beautiful word, but it, it's such, um, it's not exactly the truth. I mean, we, we, you know, we're just conduits. We're just vessels, you know, we, we're just passing that energy through and, you know, whether it's, it's word or, you know, life force energy, you know, we are just the vessels. So we're not the healers. We, I mean, we're not really, we're just allowing somebody to learn from us, share our experiences with us, you know, at, or, or listen to spirit. And, and as a channel, we can, you know, provide that information for them. It's really up to the individual, what we, you know, what we choose to do in how we heal. Right. Sharing, sharing is so important because um, I think whether it's a teacher or a friend or someone that really, you know, we go, wow, like that's an uh, amazing way to be. It opens up other things inside of us, you know? And so in order for us to heal, we can't isolate. We have to share. We have to share energy, whether, you know, someone else is being the conduit and, and we go, oh my gosh, I know how to do it now. Or wow, that's just opened me up. Like we, we have to share. Um, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. And that's like one of the reasons why I'm trying to move. Cause I have not been able to build community here. And like I had, this was another Avenue to look at. I'm like, where am I, where, where's my block? I mean, for eight years, I'm like, what's my freaking block, you know? <laughs> and I found that like, I'm just living astrologically under Chiron, Mars and Pluto. Of course, I'm not going to thrive. <laughs> I'm going to be exhausted just surviving. Chiron, <laughs> Mars, and Pluto sounds like that's like mediumship, career advancing, and healing work. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all transformation, <laughs> healing. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you can go over to my son now and expand a little bit. <laughs> you know, be a little bit, you know, so yeah, I mean, like really on the path though, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it took me a long time to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? But I had, I had to heal, you know, it's like, you know, and, and it's funny. I know like, like sometimes like I look back in the beginning of my journey, like it was so fun for me to learn. Like I had, like, I wasn't going crazy and I know other mediums didn't quite understand what was going on with me. And then even like I would hear, gosh, how amazing I was, but it didn't match up what I was doing business wise. And the way I came across saying that I was like, well, if I'm so good, why aren't I busier? And it wasn't like an egotistical thing. It was, am I getting gaslighted again? And I couldn't articulate it back then of what yeah. was happening. But now I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I must've come through like a little pompous you know, narcissist, yeah, you know, yeah. no, seriously though. Cause I couldn't articulate things correctly. You know, I, all I had was what I learned from my dad, you know, his language, his negativity. He, and he was such a severe narcissist. He was, he was a monster, you know, but you know, he signed up for that. You know, we, we had an agreement, so you know, it's like, but that's all part of it. Right. And I would not have been able to say that a, a few years ago, you know, I think, and I think with mediumship, I think if somebody's on that path, it, you know, I would encourage people do not stop your healing. 
keep it going. I mean, there are times I'm like, oh, what did I do? You know, like I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm taking a hundred steps back, you know. And right yeah. now, I'm actually getting really like financially, like there's major financial stuff going on with me right now. And, but it's not surprising where us is experiencing their Pluto return in Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn, <laughs> you know, I'm like, of course I'm going to feel this, <laughs> you know, I'm going to feel it more than some people. So, but yeah, it's all connected. And if we keep on learning instead of like, I'll tell you, I've had a couple mediums and this is why I'm saying this. Cause I've had a couple mediums that you know, they reached out to me and they're like, oh, I saw you were working with this coach or I saw you working with them. How did you feel about them? I said, great. Just know, you know, some stuff will come up. Oh, no, I've already worked on my stuff. <laughs> Isn't oh, that a fun thing? Okay. I'm glad you have arrived. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. just, you know, I mean, seriously, it's like, really? And I like, I you know, that makes me sad for the people that would be going to this person for their healing. Because if you think you've arrived. Right. And it's like, maybe that was the way that they were raised too. It's like, we don't, we don't fully understand kind of why we do the things that we do sometimes when we look back and we go, wow, that was strange. And it's just like, I think like within our healing, it's a complete reality adjustment. It is. And, you know, well, and this is the other thing with mediumship, right? And, you know, especially when it comes, um, like, if, if our client is feeling at all responsible for their, their, you know, family's passing, or um, how do I want to say this, the, the relationship, like, if the relationship wasn't good, you know, like all the guilt that that you know, we tell ourselves the stories we tell ourselves that aren't true most of the time. Right. But it's like, if we knew that we can connect with spirit and just have that conversation with them, it's different. It's not like you and me talking. We know that, but we as mediums, we need to stretch ourselves and, and go deep in our healing. How else are we going to bring everybody else along? You know, That's true. I, you know, it's like, how else are we going to see, we might not experience exactly what they have, but I'll tell you my life lessons, every single client I've had, I can relate to their pain. I know what the pain of losing a child feels like, not that I have a physical death, but I lost one through parental alienation, what I call parental alienation. It, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know you know, and that's an emotional that it's crippling to watch your family, you, you know, like your ex live the life of connection. Right. Mm -hmm. I signed up for that. I don't know why yet. I'm trying to figure that out, but that is still part of my journey. That's still part of my healing, you know? Um, and it's all connected to like, how I was raised, you know, my parents and my mom, look how gracious she's been giving me little bits of information over each reading. It's just been incredible. Like I have to articulate it, right? <laughs> like I'm like wanting to write the book. And, um, you know, I had like nine chapters written, but it, it's, it's all changed except for the story of glory. Um, my horse, <laughs> but it's, it, you know, it, I just hope people that want to hang a shingle 
and really help others in this work, whether they're healer or whatever, that they would really sometimes, I, I do this all the time because I, my ego can get ahead of me. You know, it can, I, I've got a Leo moon, you know, <laughs> I know, you know, I am always checking my ego because that's the last thing I want to do, you know, is place my fears, place my stuff onto somebody else's. And that's where you, that this goes back to the trust again. And this is where the animals taught me like, no, this, I mean, it, it, it's, you got to trust what you get and it can sound crazy and it can be scarier than, I mean, some of the stuff I've shared with my clients, I'm like, oh, you know, but I know if I hadn't gone through some of the journey I have been through, I probably would not be able to put myself in a place of understanding how they might feel receiving some of this information. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, there's times within my life where I've gone through things like sometimes for a very small period and I go, why the heck would, did that happen? And then all of a sudden I'll meet somebody who went exactly through that. And I go, Oh, I guess, you know, I guess that's part of why that had to happen. Cause now I actually understand that quite well. And it's like, wow. So I wanted to ask too, um, you talked about how the animals have helped you so much throughout your life. One of the unique abilities that you have, I don't know anyone else, honestly, who specializes in this, like you find lost animals. How did that ability shape? How did you find that the spirit world was giving you information like this with animals? That's amazing. Um, I found objects too. I found money. That, yes. <laughs> I don't like to advertise that because I just don't, I, I, I don't like, um, anyway, I don't know. I've never taken an animal communication class. T to me, it's still the same work as psychic work, mediumship. It's just understanding the energy, right. And the difference in the energy. Now, the only thing I can say that may be different is I've always had this crazy ability to remote view and I have no idea how I do that. I, and, and the thing is it's coming up more and more in readings. Like I'll have a reading with somebody and I'm describing what's on the opposite end of their zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, and, and like, I just had a case. Um, I actually asked for some help on this because <laughs> this poor little Sheltie kept running away. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is, you know, I, I told him, I don't chase after the dog. If you see the dog sit down, you know, and I, I would encourage people if they, if they hire an animal communicator for missing pet readings, please follow the instructions. You're getting them for a reason. I can't tell you like, how many times I've said, don't do this and they do it. And then they blow their opportunity, you know, um, or, you know, somebody will wait, you know, two weeks later. And then all of a sudden they want to, they're reading today because it's an emergency and they can't understand why you can't just drop everything because they've already waited two weeks for their, their pet. You know, it's like anything can happen in two weeks, you know, it's like, the, the, so the case and where I'm going with this is the case that I had, a you know, a few weeks ago, 
it was an immediate, oh my God, we lost the dog. And they knew I am only a part of the team. I am not the savior. I am not going to say, yep, they are right there. Go to this spot. I will give them through the nose pictures of Google Earth of where they may expect their pet to show up or where they can look. And, you know, sometimes it's off because the animal is moving. Right. <laughs> you can only imagine. Exactly. It's moving like, target. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but, you know, other times it's like, you know, they're right there, you know? And so I just have this ability, you know, I, I work on missing person cases too. I, I haven't done some lately. Um, I just haven't had time because I'm trying to get moved and stuff and write a book. But I, it's the same thing. I'm, every time I have a reading, sometimes I'm like seeing somebody's bedroom or I'm seeing the outside of their house or something. I just don't know. I, I just, it just comes naturally. And it's one of my strongest gifts. I, and I don't fight it. I, you know, if mediums don't agree with me using that in a mediumship reading, that's their choice. You know, I, I, I think it's very yeah. effective. Um, well, I had a, I had a couple go, well, that's more psychic. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I, if spirit wants to share that spirit's going to share that, you know, and, and, you know, it's funny because um, I'll tell my clients, I'm not going to look at you a whole lot on Zoom because they're thinking they're going to look at me on Zoom. And I'm like, I may be looking away because <laughs> I'm connecting with spirit, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, the, the, these things, right, happen. It's just like it's a different kind of energy stream where, you know, you might be looking off to the side because you're talking to spirit. And, and that's that's interesting how people say, oh, that's psychic. Well, you can still get psychic information during a, a medium period. As long as you go back, right? You, you got it. Just exactly. I mean, that's part of the reason they may have a message about that. My aunt came through in a reading one time because I literally sat there two years ago and I said, should I sell the car yet? I mean, I literally sat in my car and said that. And I, I told myself, no, just wait. And sure enough, my aunt came through in the reading the next day and she validated that. She's like, yep, wait on the car, you know, selling the car. You know, those little hits, you know, I'm never going to dismiss that. I think that is just so magical because that, you know, spirits with you. And for somebody who's been alone all their life, that was hugely important for me. And it was hugely important for me to know that the animals were over there as well, you know, yeah. or in spirit as well, because as a Christian, there's nowhere in the Bible. I've read the Bible from beginning to end. There is nowhere in the Bible that talks about what happens to animal spirit, what happens to, to the animals when they go into spirit. And I would ask, I would ask every pastor, what happens? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes we're just not meant to know. Really? Why wouldn't God want us to know? You know, <laughs> uh, they sure. didn't. Yeah, I had so many questions, and they, I was probably not, I mean, I was kind of like black sheep, because A, I was a divorcee, but, you know, because in their eyes, I should have stayed with the abuse in my marriage. I, I was in an abusive marriage, so, and in a lot of Christians' eyes, because it's not biblical to leave on abusive terms. You're you asking you're asking real questions though. You're asking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I've got, I've got a book about 
Oh, no. And and the thing is, I see it in our community, some of it, you know, this fundamentalism, this rigidness. And it's like, no, spirit is not rich. Energy is not rigid. <laughs> you know, our shells are, you know, but it, it dissipates even after we leave, you know, our soul leaves this shell, you know, it changes form, you know, so no, it's not rigid. Things aren't rigid. They change form over time. And yeah, so yeah, oh, you get me on my soapbox here. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, mediumship is a very spiritual thing. I think some religions that we grew up with, they just, they're not our religion. Maybe later on in our lives, we, we, we take on something that is more congruent for us. You know, it's, yeah, um, unfortunately, I feel like with a lot of the fundamentalist sects, whether it's Christianity, Muslim, any of the, or not Muslim, um, Islam, any of the, the, the religions that are fundamentally structured, this, this strictness, rigid, it applies to everybody. I, I just don't believe it belongs. You know, I think there's a fluid, it, there's nothing's black and white, you know, it's, it. everything evolves. And my mom, the, the very first reading she came through, she was like, I was wrong about Christianity. <laughs> and, you know, it took me a minute to even believe that because I still hadn't even arrived in my own gifts. You know, it, I want to say it was probably... Um, I got certified through Helping Parents Heal. That was a grueling process. That was five one-hour mediumship readings. I didn't know them. They didn't know me. It was just an audio link. And, um, you know, you were scored. They changed the scoring, which kind of disappointed me. But I did it. But it took me doing that, not going through a class, not anything. But it took me doing that to believe, oh, my God, this this is a natural thing. This, this is real. I, I'm not going to hell for this, but it took me that I, I only got that what three years ago. So that's how, how short of a journey. I mean, it's just been only maybe three years ago where I'm like, no, this, I'm not going to hell. I mean, it took me seven years of therapy and he, you know, spiritual healers and Reiki and, you know, mediumship readings to come to that conclusion. Like that's how ingrained in fear I was with religion. And it made sense because it came from an abusive home and that would just, you know, the two married in very well because of fear, fear, it was familiar. So, so with this new, um, you know, understanding of what the afterlife means to you, how do you feel now knowing that? You know, I am never, this is the thing. It's like, I would love to physically hug a family member. I'd love to be involved in the estranged family's lives if they were healthy as well. You know what I'm saying? There's so much narcissism in my family. So on a physical level, I don't mind not being with my family from that perspective, but I do miss them. And that's where my spirit family steps in. They know that I long for that connection. I mean, we're human. We, we long for those connections, but they have stepped in. I mean, 
my mother's side, especially, oh my God, my, I learned I had uncles. I didn't know I had cousins. I didn't know I had, I had a reading one time where I kind of got a feeling that my twin cousin was coming through, but I couldn't tell because I didn't know he had passed. And sure enough, I'd found out he had. And, you know, so they just make it so evident that no, we are not alone. And I think I'm that voice. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I've had so many psychics that say, oh, you're going to, you know, get together, you know, with somebody, you're going to be married, you're going to, you know, you, you'll heal that relationship. I just know it's probably not going to happen in this lifetime. I think I have a different purpose. And my, you know, so and my spirit team helps me with that. My loved ones on the other side, my mom, my, my, my grandmother, oh my God, like the truth that, that keeps coming out. I <laughs> just like, oh my God, you know, my whole life was a lie and how beautiful for spirit to come and reveal the truth. Like how beautiful is that? Can't trade that for anything, it's, right? Yeah, you know, spirit is a saving grace, and it, it absolutely. You know, you had that. You 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 learned and evolved how deep the love was, and in what ways it can heal and open. You know, different parts of your journey. Um, you had the understanding of that depth through animals from a very very young age. Can you tell me about some of your experiences that you've had with animals? Because I can only imagine, you know, like the telepathy, the signs, um, you know, animals coming to you and just speaking from their souls. Yeah, I. it's funny. I didn't even know what it was, you know. <laughs> and when I lost my job, it I, I lost my corporate job, uh, you know, eight years ago and you know, cause I, I thought, oh, I found out I was a medium. I'll just do that. You know, it, cause I hated my corporate job. I, I hated every corporate job I've had, but I was always grateful because it paid well. And oh my God, I had benefits. I had retirement, everything. And like, you know, I'm like, now I'm facing, facing financial ruin to go into this. You know, <laughs> it wasn't the choice I wanted to make. Obviously I did, but at the time I felt very victimized in it. You know, I was like, Oh my God. You know, um, I want to say that through this journey, the animals, I mean, even from like, in my quietest moments as a child, like, like the cats purr, you know, the, they're healing. The, the cat, you know, we had a cat. She lived to be 22 years old. You know, she would lay on my chest. She would lick the tears off my face. You know, we would go camping and, you know, of course they ostracized me. So I would go and feed the ducks, but then they'd laugh at me because all the ducks would follow me, you know, um, you know, the experience with glory, um, he was a totally changed horse. You know, he went from biting and kicking other horses to doing pinwheels. Oh, wow. With eight other horses, him wow. in the middle, like not kicking or biting any. And they're like, is that glory? I saw him transform in a matter of three months, just over me giving him a little bit of love. That's all he needed. 
And he remembered who I was. So I sold him. I made the painful, painful, painful decision to sell him because my parents weren't going to help me with him anymore. And I had to go back to school. They, they kind of set me up for this. It was, that's another story. But anyway, I, I sold him and I want to say two or three years later, I ran into the new owner and she goes, do you want to go see glory? And I was like, Oh my God. Yes. And she took me to where he was and he actually remembered me like he was eating and all of a sudden he looked up and he went like this and <laughs> oh my god you know and that's when i like was like oh my god they do they remember you know they remember you know and it was contradicting some of the stuff i was learning you know in the christian faith you know about animals you know and you know, it was funny, like I'd go to the ranch and there would be horses like there was one that came up to me from out in the middle of the pasture. The owner walked down. It was a new owner at the time. And she goes, you know, that horse never approaches anyone. She goes, what did you do? And I said, nothing. I was just standing here. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a troll. <laughs> You know, but, but that's, they just were naturally drawn to me and they always are, and, you know, but I just, the other day, some guy goes, Oh my God, my dog never lets her, lets anybody touch her. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm an animal communicator. You know, I just, they, they know that I'm, I'm their advocate. They know I'm their voice. They know that, you know, I see things very differently. Some people think, Oh, all animals are so innocent. They are, but when they're abused, they're going to react you know, and they are going to attack or they're going, you know, some animals are bred to be instinctually aggressive. You know, if you don't have a good owner that has a knowledge of that and a good grasp of how to manage that, there's going to be issues, right? And it's not the dog's fault, but it's there. That's how they're bred. They're instinctual. You know, you got to, so, I mean, there's so many layers to this, but, you know, the way the animals have connected with me from the other side, it was interesting. So my mom always sends me monarch butterflies when I go through a huge change, always. And in fact, when I got laid off, literally I had monarchs swarming around me at the practic cool. center. And then on the weekend, I kept seeing all these butterflies in movies and I mean, everywhere. And I'm like, I'm gonna lose my job. I was supposed to get promoted to a director. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm so glad. That now, now you're a director of spirit. <laughs> yeah, no, I did get promoted. I did get promoted. I just did a different way. So but it was funny because I want to say about three, three months after my dad or well, yeah, three months after my dad passed, my mom you know, sent me a butterfly. It was literally inside my window. And she was kind of warning me about my dog. So I had a little three-year-old dog that passed and I had to put her down. I had to make that decision. That's what that butterfly was. And that'll go in the book too. But it was funny because about a month later, I was really feeling down. I was missing my baby, you know, and it was traumatic for my other dog because I thought it was doing the right thing. And I brought the vet to the house to bring, you know, to, to put her down. But Maggie yelped and it traumatized Bailey. And so I had to work with that. And so we were walking one day and I saw two feathers on the ground. And I said, I wonder who gave that to me? And I said, Maggie, was that you? And I said, if that was you, you need to show me another sign. 
And so I'm walking Bailey because I thought that would be like Maggie, one for Bailey, one for me. <laughs> right. And then I see a butter or a, a ladybug down on the ground. And I'm like, oh, I said, you know what? Some people might not understand that. I said, so can you send another feather? Need <laughs> a medium, testing spirit, right? The thing you don't do. And of course, I'm looking all over, right? Didn't see the feather. Ran into a girlfriend, chatted with her a little bit, headed home. As soon as I turned the corner to go back home, over a heavily trafficked boulevard, cars going over the whole thing, I see a perfectly formed feather, not run over by any cars or anything. It was a perfect feather. So they hear us. I said, give me another feather. And she did it before I even got home. Now, I couldn't watch for it. And this is where we go back to the beginning of the show where we said, you want to ex expect the unexpected, so to speak, right? You can't expect it, right? You need to kind of let it happen, right? You need to trust that it'll happen. All those signs, you're probably getting, you know, for people out there saying, I want a sign, you're probably getting hundreds of them, right? It's just, uh, just one at a time, letting yourself see, feel, trust more and more. I wanted to ask you too. So like, you know, you get so much information um, and you said you are an advocate for animals. Um, what is a message from the spirit world that you get a lot from animals that they want people to know? Uh, most of the time is that they made the right decision. Most of the time, like if there was a decision around the pets passing or medical care to extend life, um, it's almost always you made the right decision. I've never really heard anything opposite. Like, no, that was too soon. <laughs> if anything, it's, you know, we hang on to them too long. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, because our pets don't really display pain. You know, I, I almost lost my Zoe over the weekend. She accidentally mm -hmm. inhaled sand and I did not know this. I mean, how many times have I been to the beach? I've lived here for four years. <laughs> I've taken her to the beach all the time, you know, and she got really ill, like vomiting, couldn't eat, couldn't drink. I'm like, oh my God, you know, she's special needs girl. She's on daily medications. So I thought, is that what it is? But my gut kept saying, mm, and I looked it up and I see that, oh, sand can cause this. And I'm like, did she inhale sand? And I remember her going, you know, <laughs> when I was meditating and I bet that's when it happened. I'm sure she went for a sand fly. She probably went, you know, diving deep, but see, she was trying to communicate with me. She knew before she was getting sick, like she jumped up on my lap. She was not, I mean, she followed me into the back. She does that anyway, but it's a little different. The energy is different. She had more of a, like, a, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't end up tight energy. Like I'm, I'm, I can't relax type energy. And, you know, a lot of people miss those cues, you know, but if you're tuned in with the animals, they're, they're, they're always talking to you. You just have to understand how they communicate. Right. Absolutely. So, um, do you hear, do you see pictures? Do you feel, uh, and I'll tell you like with the, and it's funny cause with the humans, they use my body a lot lately, especially like, because I'm such an empath, like, you know, 
they, they just use it. One time I literally thought I was having a heart attack that it, the guy yeah. was so relentless. I was like, dude, like back off. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I start getting nervous because I thought, am I having a heart? <laughs> like, am I the one, you know, but so like with the humans, like I tend to get more feeling like I feel like I'm, you know, that they'll use my body a lot. Um, emotionally and I can nail personalities like nobody's business. Like I just know like boom, 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 boom. Like, and I can delineate who's in the room, but with animals, sometimes with them, you know, I kind of see, I kind of see through their eyes. If that makes sense. You know, with humans, I'll hear a lot, you know, um, animals I will hear sometimes, but I, with them, I mostly see, um, or feel, um, it, like there was one missing pet case. I almost gave up missing pet cases after this one particular one, because I couldn't get to the dog. We, we couldn't get to the dog, but we knew where she was. She was stuck in the, in the sewer. And I immediately knew it because I instantly looked up. Um, my body went up during the reading and I, I could see grates and I was like, I'm in a sewer and I, and then they can hear her. And, but the way she was, she was over a cliff, I think, you know, so we couldn't get to her. They couldn't get wow. to her. And, and, and I, I, that just destroyed me that I, I took the missing pet readings off the menu for a while. Cause I was like, what purpose am I doing? If I'm not able to help, why am I even doing this? I mean, that's where my mind went. It was just, it impacted me so much because that's how much I felt. I felt of that dog. I was that dog in that moment. Like it felt like I was, that's how blended I can get sometimes with the animals. That's how blended I can get with some of the humans. They, I just tend to, I think it's just my, you know, I'm just, you know, my empathic side. I just have that, you know, probably from all the trauma, you know, I'm just so sensitive. That's actually who you are too. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's a combination. It's absolutely coming. I mean, that's in my chart. It's like, like, I'm like, I thought they were all BSing me. I'm like, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I'm just like learning things, you know? And I'm like, ah, okay. That makes sense. You know? So it's kind of fun. Oh. Like, all the, all yeah. learning all this, you know? Right. There's just, there's, there's so much so that comes up from this, this work and, um, you know, our journey. There's so much. So really quick, I want to say hi to Jackie and Whitney and Jesse Cat. Everyone was saying hi earlier. So hi, hi guys. Everyone. Hi. Um, where as we as we come to a close, it, it went by so fast. Um, I know. I'm like, oh where my can gosh. people? I know. Like a second. Where can people find you? And what um, classes or services are you um, having recently? Where people can find you through as well. Yeah. Um, so I am creating, like I said, I'm kind of developing this new one because I just keep getting this no doesn't mean no. So it'll it'll be um, a little combination of the intuitive development practice, you know, kind of identifying your own spirit language. And what does that no mean? Um, <laughs> you know, and why is it there? You know, um, that'll be coming up. Uh, I have an event on. I want to say June 11th. Um, you can check that out. That may change if I end up moving. I'm hoping I can get moved beforehand. Um, 
but um, that's on, on the books for now. So I kind of scaled back in that because I knew I was getting ready to move. But, oh, I am so sorry about that. Hello, Zoe's saying hello to everybody. <laughs> but uh, you can find me at mediumkate.com. Um, that's with a C, like Kate Blanchett, medium Kate. Um, you can find me on uh, uh, Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, although Facebook is, I don't know, they, Facebook's never my friend. <laughs> <laughs> they, they shadow banned my, my business page years ago and I can never get that revived. So I may delete that page and kind of start over when I get moved, but I really, I'm so focused on my move right now. Like I, I got to get out of here. I just, you know how you get to that point, you're like, I, I, I just got to do it, you know? So it's like right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's coming. It's coming. It's on the precipice. So oh, yeah, find, no, it's, um, it's right there. And there's going to be a lot of fun things because I want to do, you know, I want to create a development group where people can just explore what that no is instead of, you know, the standard development group where, nope, you're wrong. And then move on to the next. No, let's, let's. <laughs> Let's explore that, you know, and because it's not wrong. It's it may be something coming in. I mean, that's the thing I've learned, you know, and that's I learned all my nose in the missing pet readings all tied back to where the pet was. They all tied back to the clues of where the pet's location was at. That's where I learned the nose. Everyone know. is so different with the way that they read and right we need very different teachers to help encourage that um because not not everything is a standard reading and there's new energy coming into the world and there could be a wonderful reader out there that just reads totally different and they're being told right it's oh that's not standard so yeah you're wrong it, it, yeah no, it's and it's not wrong because the world, it, you're right. The world is changing. I told everybody back in 2015, they never believed me when Trump announced his candidacy. I said, he's going to win. And everybody's like, no, Kate, you're wrong. And I'm like, no, he's going to win. And our whole way of life will change. It starts our whole way of life changing. And it did. I mean, look, the pandemic, now the, you know, Ukrainian war and our we're in a Pluto return, you know, United States is in a Pluto return, you know, and we're, we're in for a ride, you know, so it's going to take different healers, different voices that can reach different people. They're not going to, not everybody's going to resonate with everyone. So um, that's why I kind of like, I guess I got this passion finally. I've never, I was so sick of teaching because that's what I did in corporate America. I'm like, I don't want to teach classes. <laughs> I really, I mean, that's why you haven't seen me a lot teaching because it's, that's what I did in corporate America. And I just got so burnt out on it. But now I have like this passion, like, no, no, doesn't mean no. Like I literally got obliterated by it. You know, uh, I was sitting in it as a guest in a class and I, I, I just, I said, never again. I mean, I just, I kept telling her you're triggering me and she's didn't listen. And I just, I want to create a safe place for people to explore what the no is. It doesn't mean you're wrong. You know, let's see what that means. Maybe we don't figure it out then, but it might come to later, you know? So, but um, I even tried to do some TikToks. Um, I will bring those back. The only reason I, um, the reason why I stopped doing them for those who wondered why they stopped 
TikTok pulled a video of mine of my dog Maggie. There was they said I broke community rules. I I scoured the rules. I'm like I I don't know how I did. They haven't they they don't care. So I have a new account, but it's been so noisy here. I just can't film. I it just everything gets in the way. So I'm waiting till again I move. But I'm going to try and and um, post some educational type content on on um, TikTok. So, um, but I want to be careful so I don't get flagged. <laughs> yeah, everything everything will come together. It will. Every you know, oh, yeah, sometimes it is all this like, where, where did that come from? Why is this happening? But uh, you know, and sometimes through that, you're led to another place too, and it's just like, I'm here. Why am I? I wanted right. So it's just like, yes, it's like chaotic sometimes how we're led. Um, but yes, like you can find her also. It, it's katecommunicates.com, right? No, I changed it to mediumkate.com. Oh. <laughs> Medium yeah. I'm glad we clarified. So can yeah. people go to so Medium? It's, it's mediumkate.com. Although if you do, do accidentally do the Kate Communicates, you'll still find me. I stopped using that because I had so many people asking me for quotes on communications services. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I'm like, ah, I know that's not the arena I'm in. So I, I decided to change it to make it very apparent <laughs> what I do, <laughs> but um, I still kept the domain. So if they, they accidentally type that in, that's fine. Cause they'll find me it's linked. So, okay. That's but, interesting. Yeah, medium Kate. Medium Kate. I'm trying to get everything. Medium Kate. <laughs> medium Kate.com. And uh, Lisa says hi to you. And she um, was thanking you for working with her a year ago. And she said that you were the best mentor ever. How sweet is that? Uh, Patty says hi. Terry says hi. And they love you know, you being on. And I just want to say to everyone, thank you so much. I enjoyed having you, Kate. I learned so much, you know, about your life with animals and growing up. And, and thank you for sharing that with us from your heart. Um, I'm going to wish everyone a fantastic Wednesday. And uh, we're, we're going to sign off. We're going to wave. We're going to give love with luck, a smile. And right? lots of light. Wishing you all a great week, everybody. Take care. Thank you, guys. Love and light. Thank you for joining.